Mezzamola is a dangerous place. It is a place of oppression, pain, hurt, even oppressing the very people that this place has created. A young man who lost his parents at a very young age transverses through this great city. A young man travels the overcity looking at the sun and the moon while also transversing the undercity, these slums that don't even have the luxury of fresh air. How does one survive such harsh conditions when it is every man out for himself? My name is Christopher Rondeau and welcome to Wyvern's Aria. My name is Tyler, and I play Casey Stone, the level 2 fighter. Alrighty. Well, my character is Casey Stone. He is a human fighter from the streets of, uh... Oh, I don't remember the city's name. Streets of Mezzomola. Mezzomola. How could I forget that? Okay. Uh, what do you want to know about him? His age, his demeanor, his physical appearance, stuff like that. Uh, well... Casey is 22, just over six foot. His demeanor, he's pretty chill back. He goes with the flow, but he does get serious when uh, the situation calls for other people getting hurt. Pretty optimistic guy. Excellent. So on an average day, what do you think your character would be doing? Casey Stone? Yes. Casey does a lot of exploring his hometown. He likes going out, he likes talking to people, he's a people person. Trying to earn his uh, daily bread, it's probably what you'd find him doing. How does he earn his daily bread? Doing just about anything he can find in the city, from mercenary work to cleaning. He's, uh, uh, let's say, a freelance entrepreneur. <laughs> I like that. So if we were to put it in a real-world context, it's like the person who is always doing the temp jobs. One day they're, like, cleaning linens at a hotel. The other day they're the dishwasher. Third day they're playing security guard or something like that. Some sort of, like, side hustle for... Yeah, that's that's pretty much what he does. Cool. Yeah. Um. So as far as jobs he prefers, do you think there's any one of them that stands above the other? He likes security and bodyguard work, just because he's never been much of a fighter, but it's more active for him. We all get tired of cleaning and doing dishes eventually. <laughs> he, he likes to be out and about. Cool. So let's say today you are working a smaller job, just kind of going in and just sweeping the streets. You know that's when jobs are rough. You can always find a couple of credits trying to you know keep certain fronts of businesses set 
And it's just sort of one, it's kind of a break from the harder things. Like if you were working in a kitchen, kitchens can get very stressful. If you're doing bodyguard work that also has a different kind of stress. This is just kind of a simple activity, just sweeping the streets, trying to earn what is probably less money than what you're used to, but, but a good break from your normal endeavors. So what would you be wearing for a task like this? Well, first off, he'd be wearing an apron because it would be hilarious. Absolutely. Probably be wearing his normal leathers, his long jacket, his brown khaki pants. He he doesn't really have a lot of colors living in the city. That's one of those one outfit kind of guys. So uh, in Mezzamola, we kind of have two levels. We have the upper city, which is kind of this higher class thing and when we have the lower city so you're probably in the upper city right now and you have people kind of treating you as if you were invisible do you just sort of take it in stride and largely ignore it oh yeah casey just does not care what others think he's lived in the bowels of the city he's worked in the upper district he's it's no stranger to all this he's he understands it so as a backdrop, we see this city center with these large skyscrapers in the background. We see the St. Clair Medical Building there, as well as the main building of government for this city that just always seems to extend their reach just a little too far in the average person's life. And as you sort of look up towards these skyscrapers and think about this and try to take in some of the realities of living in the city, you see that there seems to be someone looking at you. What do they look like? You see a man, he stands very short compared to the average human. He stands about five foot four, seems to be in his late 40s. Also kind of has this trench coat, but his trench coat seems to be of a gray color. It's very hard to see what he has underneath that as he does have it closed. He is wearing a hat, a fedora of some sort, and he seems to have black hair, but it has grays in it. Very clean shaven, though. Uh, hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be suspicious, uh, keep my eye on him, and just uh, keep, keep sweeping. About two minutes passed, and he walks away. Well, that was weird. So you continue to do your job. Sun begins to set, and where do you live? Do you live in the upper city, or do you live in the lower city? Casey doesn't really have a home. He mainly just uh, hops from inn to inn, tavern to tavern. He's generally in the lower district, though. More, more his folk. Absolutely. So what will happen here is that as you finish this job, you go get paid your 10 credits or something for a couple of hours of work. As you begin to head to the area that has a large elevator shaft that actually takes you from the upper city to the lower city, you look at the sky one last time. Um, we're looking at dust, so it's got the nice purples and blues in the air as you begin to transition from the day to the night as you walk in. And at this moment, as you begin to look towards the sky, we actually see this large, what you can only describe as this flying lizard begin to appear out. And as what's left of the sun peers out over the edge of the world, the sun glints off this creature's scales and just begins to kind of blind you for a brief second. As you regain your vision behind this creature seems to be this large massive islands you hear someone pass by saying 
It's the end of the world. It's the end of the world. What is your first response? I'm just watching in in awe because I don't know what it is, but it seems out of this world. Absolutely. So what happens, we'll see this flying creature begin to fly over you. It's long shadow going over the city of Mezzamola, at least the over city. But this land just seems to begin to drop. It doesn't drop as fast as you would expect it to. It's as if something is slowing the gravity. But as you look towards the east, you can actually begin to see the large wave beginning to rise up, seemingly taller than the city itself. Oh, geez. Uh, do I feel like it's gonna hit the city? It's probably going to hit at least the coast. It may or may not reach the center city. It's too hard to say at this moment. Okay. Uh, I'd probably take the elevator back into the upper district. (laughs) Excellent. So, uh, you walk back into the upper district as you look out and you witness what is now going to be known as the Cataclysm. And the Cataclysm destroys almost the entire east side of the city. Uh, If we think of Mezzomola, we see the city center. City center has buildings that, that extend out from the south, west, and east and overlooks the northern swamplands and forest area. The entire east side of Mezzomola begins to flood and there is devastation. The devastation and death that arises from the wake of this tsunami is unlike anything you've ever seen. Fortunately for you, you've actually acquired a lot of work over the next two months, helping people get out of this flooded area. But it's, it's a rough time. Many families have passed. Luckily, your sister has been found to be okay. A lot of the people you normally work with in your network, because you're a little closer to the city center, have been found safe. The city center being where most of your work comes from, um, or at least the area directly surrounding it. What is your reaction to these events as time passes from it? And you hear about this faraway land that can summon fire in their hands and shoot lightning out of their eyes and create these large fanatic abilities that you've only heard in myth. Well, I'm definitely sad about the devastation of the city and what's transpired there, but the idea of new magical things appearing in the land uh, really intrigues me. So, the first two months after this cataclysm is very much a lot of revival, a lot of helping people get resettled, dealing with refugees, and, and then the next two months is a lot about cleanup. Eventually, the water will rescind back into the ocean. There's just a lot of destruction there. During this time, there becomes a naval blockade going from the Mesomola and the rest of the continent to this new mythical land that fell from the sky, quite literally. And then you have also heard reports that there is war going on between the two countries. Your governments, the Council of Mezzomola seems to want to silence the press in a lot of ways, but that doesn't stop the rumors from coming out that there is, in fact, war. Some more time passes as we begin to 
leave this reconstruction phase to sort of your normal trying to survive sort of thing, you know, picking up trash, cleaning, cooking, uh, and being a bodyguard whenever you can be. Another two months pass and you hear about the truce that is from the two sides. Uh, this would be six months after the cataclysm. Any sort of reaction to that? Well, I'm definitely not a fan of war. So, treaties are good, but also now that there is no war, maybe it's time that I left my big city and go saw this new wonderful land that's fallen in the east. Wherever you are staying, be it with a friend or at a tavern or even maybe squatting somewhere that you worked for the day, you begin to gather your things and set yourself out to find work for the next day always scrounging, always managing. And you look around again and you see the same man you met on the day of the cataclysm. The memory sparks into your head as he is rather the same. He is still wearing a gray trench coat, has a fedora type hat, still unable to really see what he has beneath his coat. Do I recognize him as the man from six months ago? Maybe not, maybe not immediately, but you do get the sense that this is someone you met before. You take a moment and think about it and then sort of discover that is where you've seen this face. All right, I'm going to keep my hand close to my gun and keep going about my business. It's going to go, Holt, friend. Uh, can I help you? I think so. Are you Casey Stone? Who's asking? He extends his hand as if to... as if for a handshake. My name is Damien. I'll cautiously shake his hand. He takes your hand and shakes it. Give with a firm grip. Yes, I wanted to approach you earlier, but with all the events happening this past year, it just wasn't the right time, but I have... A job for you actually uh what kind of work i need some people to watch my back and you are really good you have a reputation around town as a honest man constantly doing what he can to survive in this terror of a town and you can tell that when he says terror there's just a slight bit of spite in it. what do you need protection from exactly Certainly you remember the creature that appeared in the sky six months ago. Yes. I am here to figure out what that was. So you're heading east? No, actually, I'm staying here for a couple months. But eventually I will head east. I'll take a boat if I can. But we're actually meeting some of the foreigners... They're coming to Mezzamola to investigate what's going on here and to see the devastation firsthand. Uh, Casey's eyes light up with excitement when he hears about new people coming into town. Some of these creatures, they seem to be made of scales. They have, some of them are tall with pointy ears. Some of them are short and squat. I've met quite a few of them over the last month or so. But the contract that I have to offer you is for about six months. 
we have the money to match your fee and what we are doing is we are prepping to meet a nobleman from their community in about two months time will you be willing to work with me i have to admit this isn't something sanctioned by the city center well six months would be definitely the longest job i've ever held so you do plan on leaving the city the point of this meeting is to get invited okay if we if they tell us they do not want us on their islands we will not go out of a position of respect but the whole idea of this meeting is to create relationships because we have been at war for six months and now we have a moment of peace and we must take advantage of it well i think it's uh about time i left this dingy city yeah you know what i'll 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 take the job extends his hand again i shake it firmly and confidently so over the course of the next two months you get a lot of odd jobs mostly just following him around you get a chance to meet his crew we actually see three humans two male humans one named johnny and nero and then a female named sally it seems like sally and nero seem to act as bodyguards and johnny seems to act as a tech expert of some sorts also joining this crew of one of the mutations that live in the swampland on the north side of Mezzamola. These sort of science experiments that get a lot of media attention, but you don't actually see them in person really at all. He introduces himself as Seathlessi, and he is a diplomat from one of the neighboring communities up top, and is working with Damien to represent the mutated folk up north and whatever new coalition he is planning to form with the fantasy people. You guys do a lot of odd jobs. You meet your first dwarf. This dwarf is named Asmund. He seems to be a scientist of sorts and as he comes into town he is very surprised with things like a light bulb and and various other technologies. He probably wants to hold a weapon and probably almost shoots himself in the foot a couple times. And he's that type of person. At the same time, he seems to be able to summon uh, energy from his hands, creating these sparks of lightning, these bits of fire that glare in your eye as you have to adjust yourself from these brief electrical bursts. And he sits there. He talks with Damien for about two weeks until he heads back into the fantasy land. But before he leaves, he kind of turns to you and goes, Hey, kid, how old are you? Uh, 23, sir. Only 23? Uh, I guess you live as long as humans do in our land. You have humans in your land? Yes, of course. You have humans? You have other races? Have any dwarves here? Uh, sadly, no. Oh, that's a bloody shame. You have a life ahead of you. Don't get yourself killed, kid. Uh, hey, mister, one second. Is it possible for me to shoot sparks out of my hands? <laughs> oh, possibly. If we get a chance to meet, maybe I'll be able to help you out a little bit. I'd appreciate that. But you have a crossbow where you pull the trigger, a metal projectile comes out, so I don't think you need to worry about it. All right. What's your name again? Casey. Asmund. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. And 
You go about your business. At this point, Damien will come up to you within the next day or so. It seems that meeting that we have been planning is going to come together. They're going to meet us within a few weeks, and we all need to be at that meeting and on top of it. We will need security, bodyguard work, and making sure that we aren't being spied on. Think we got this? I think I can do those things. The rest of the team nods. All right, we have the third floor of this apartment building set up for this meeting. We'll put Sally and Nero outside. Casey, you're going to be with me inside, just making sure no one gets through the front door. And and Johnny, make sure that we aren't getting any drones spying on us from the streets. Seathlessai, are you going to represent your people at this meeting? Kind of nods. Yes, I will be there. Excellent. So it is settled few weeks time we'll be at this meeting take some time off enjoy some time with your families i don't know what's going to happen be wary friends and i think we're going to fade to black third cool This podcast is brought to you by Rondo Creator and Rondo Creator Games. To find out more, go ahead and visit rondocreator.com or wyvernsaria.com.